1: Psalm 78. Hear my teaching, O my people. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will declare the mysteries of ancient times. That which we have heard and known, and what our forefathers have told us, we will not hide from their children. We will recount to generations to come the praiseworthy deeds and power of the Lord, and the wonderful works He has done. He gave his decrees to Jacob, and established a law for Israel, which he commanded them to teach their children, that the generations to come might know, and the children yet unborn, that they in their turn might tell it to their children, so that they might put their trust in God, and not forget the deeds of God, but keep his commandments, and not be like their forefathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, and whose spirit was not faithful to God. The people of Ephraim, armed with the bow, turned back in the day of battle. They did not keep the covenant of God, and refused to walk in His law. They forgot what He had done, and the wonders He had shown them. He worked marvels in the sight of their forefathers, in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zon. He split open the sea and let them pass through. He made the waters stand up like walls." He led them with a cloud by day, and all the night through with a glow of fire. He split the hard rocks in the wilderness, and gave them drink as from the great deep. He brought streams out of the cliff, and the waters gushed out like rivers. But they went on sinning against him, rebelling in the desert against the Most High. They tested God in their hearts, demanding food for their craving. They railed against God and said, Can God set a table in the wilderness? True, he struck the rock, the waters gushed down, and the gullies overflowed, but is he able to give bread, or to provide meat for his people? When the Lord heard this, he was full of wrath. A fire was kindled against Jacob, and his anger mounted against Israel, for they had no faith in God, nor did they put their trust in his saving power. So he commanded the clouds above, and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna upon them to eat, and gave them grain from heaven. So mortals ate the bread of angels. He provided for them food enough. He caused the east wind to blow in the heavens, and led out the south wind by his might. He rained down flesh upon them like dust, and winged birds like the sand of the sea. He let it fall in the midst of their camp, and round about their dwellings. So they ate, and were well filled for he gave them what they craved. But they did not stop their craving, though the food was still in their mouths. So God's anger mounted against them. He slew their strongest men and laid low the youth of Israel. In spite of all of this, they went on sinning and had no faith in his wonderful works. So he brought their days to an end like a breath, and their years in sudden terror. Whenever he slew them, they would seek him, and repent and diligently search for God. They would remember that God was their rock, and the Most High God their Redeemer. But they flattered Him with their mouths, and lied to Him with their tongues. Their heart was not steadfast toward Him, and they were not faithful to His covenant. But He was so merciful, that He forgave their sins and did not destroy them. Many times He held back His anger, and did not permit His wrath to be roused, for He remembered that they were but flesh." a breath that goes forth and does not return. Glory,
3: Glory to, to the, the Father, and to the Son, and, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Second Samuel, chapter 7. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and said, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house, that you have brought me thus far? And yet this was a small thing in your eyes, O Lord God, You have spoken also of your servant's house for a great while to come. May this be instruction for the people, O Lord God! And what more can David say to you? For you know your servant, O Lord God. Because of your promise, and according to your own heart, you have wrought all this greatness, so that your servant may know it. Therefore you are great, O Lord God, for there is no one like you, and there is no God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears." Who is like your people, like Israel? Is there another nation on earth whose God went to redeem it as a people, and to make a name for himself, doing great and awesome things for them, by driving out before his people, nations, and their gods? And you establish your people, Israel, for yourself, to be your people forever, and you, O Lord, became their God. And now, O Lord God, as for the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house— Confirm it forever, do as you have promised. Thus your name will be magnified forever in the saying, The Lord of hosts is God of Israel, and the house of your servant David will be established before you. For you, O Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, have made this revelation to your servant, saying, I will build you a house. Therefore your servant has found courage to pray this prayer to you. And now, O Lord God, you are God, and your words are true, and you have promised this good thing to your servant. Now, therefore, may it please you to bless the house of your servant, so that it may continue forever before you. For you, O Lord God, have spoken, and with your blessing shall the house of your servant be blessed forever. Here ends the reading.
0: Glory to you, Lord God of our fathers.
2: You are worthy of praise. Glory Glory to you. Glory to you for the radiance of your holy name. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you in the splendor of your temple. On the throne of your majesty, glory to you. Glory to you, seated between the cherubim. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you, beholding the depths and the high vault of heaven. Glory to you. Glory to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever.
4: A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews made a united attack on Paul and brought him before the tribunal. They said, This man is persuading people to worship God in ways that are contrary to the law. Just as Paul was about to speak, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of crime or serious villainy, I would be justified in accepting the complaint of you Jews. But since it is a matter of questions about words and names and your own law, see to you it yourselves— I do not wish to be a judge of these matters. And he dismissed them from the tribunal. Then all of them seized Sosthenes, the official of the synagogue, and beat him in front of the tribunal. But Gallio paid no attention to any of these things. After staying there for a considerable time, Paul said farewell to the believers and sailed for Syria, accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. At Centrae, he had his hair cut, for he was under a vow. When they reached Ephesus, he left them there. But first he himself went into the synagogue and had a discussion with the Jews. When they asked him to stay longer, he declined. But on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you if God wills. Then he set sail from Ephesus. When he had landed at Caesarea, he went up to Jerusalem and greeted the church, and then went down to Antioch. After spending some time there, he departed, and went from place to place throughout the region of Galatia and Phrygia, strengthening all the disciples. Now there came to Ephesus a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria. He was an eloquent man, well-versed in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with burning enthusiasm and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus— though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue. But when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained the way of God to him more accurately. And when he wished to cross over to Achaia, the believers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. On his arrival, he greatly helped those who through grace had become believers, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Messiah is Jesus. Here ends the reading.
0: Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God,
4: for you created everything that is,
2: and by your will they were created
0: and have their being, and yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family,
2: language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne and to Christ the Lamb, be
0: worship and praise, dominion and splendor forever and forevermore. A reading from Mark chapter 8. They came to Bethsaida. Some people brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had put saliva on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, Can you see anything? And the man looked up and said, I can see people, but they look like trees walking. Then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again, and he looked intently, and his sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Then he sent him away to his home, saying, Do not even go into the village. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi, and on the way he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist, and others, Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. He asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, You are the Messiah. And he sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son,
2: our Lord.
0: Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten,
1: nor the hope of the poor be taken away.
0: Create in us clean hearts, O God,
1: and sustain us with your Holy Spirit.
0: Let your continual mercy, O Lord, cleanse and defend your church. And because it cannot continue in safety without your help, protect and govern it always by your goodness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us your humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your Spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. I invite your prayers of intercession and thanksgiving. Almighty Almighty God, God, Father of all mercies, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.
1: A Morning at the Office is produced by me, Father Wiley Ammons.
0: And me, Laura Ammons. And me, Mother Lisa Miro.
1: And sponsored by Forward Movement. Find out more at prayer.forwardmovement.org.